when you arrived at Oxford University back in 1988, you also discovered that the psychologists were studying sight in one lab and hearing in another, and that neuroscience and psychology had always explored senses separately. But you knew that all our senses are immediately connected. So teach us about your multisensory perception and your cross-model research methodology that you call sensploration. I arrived in Oxford as a student in, in 1988 and then sort of came back as a lecturer in 1997. Uh, and it was on my return that uh, I got sort of shown to a lab. Uh, there was no electricity at the time. The walls were all painted black and with a torch, kind of the... Um, the uh, administrator said, oh, this could be yours, pointing around uh, <laughs> into this most unappealing looking kind of a space with no windows. Um, and that became home for uh, a while. And uh, that lab was sort of set between the uh, the hearing guy and the uh, seeing guy. Pru professors had been in the department for decades who taught me when I was a, a student years before um, and who for some reason or other, it sort of fallen out over something that somebody said to somebody else some years ago, and they hadn't been speaking to each other for literally for, for, for decades. Um, and it's sort of ironic because on the one hand, it seemed like they didn't think that anything was missing, that uh, the person who studies vision and the eye can learn everything they need to know without having to think about the ear or the tongue or the nose. Uh, whereas the hearing guy thinks, you know, everything I need to know is, is, is within the ear and, and so on. So we're not losing anything by not communicating. The idea that the senses connect, on the one hand, it's sort of obvious they do. Anyone who's seen the McGurk video with the voices saying bar and da um, knows that. Anyone who's you know thought about the ventriloquist's dummy illusion, uh, how we hear voices where we see lips, uh, kind of knows that the senses connect. Um, and, and I suppose people have just not tried to connect them before because Maybe the brain's a really complicated thing, so how on earth are we going to understand it? Maybe we break it up into parts. We say, okay, let's just study vision and make it a problem a bit easier, or let's just study hearing. Um, but uh, given that the senses are connected all the time, sort of inspired by some of the work coming from the neuroscience, from, from those studying animal models, looking at the connection between the senses in the 70s and 80s. And, um, uh, and when I started out, I was trying to sort of apply some of the same rules of the brain to human perception and in particular for me um, I've always been interested in applying psychology so applied cognitive psychology trying to take the insights about how the senses are connected um, and then think about how they can be used to design better warning signals or environments or uh, these days foods drinks packaging and experiences and so on um, and just because no one's been looking at this area it was really great because there's, there's lots to do and I could just take any experiment that somebody had done previously in vision and say, how would it work in an audio-visual situation? And uh, the sort of idea of, uh, of sense exploration is uh, one that sort of, I think the term I first coined in about 2015, um, and is, I think it captures uh, as a name for all these events that were sort of happening all over the place both in the world of uh, sort of experiential marketing with the likes of the Singleton Sensorium we're involved in or the Campo Viejo Color Lab, we have people tasting something and there's music and there's lights and there's shapes and there's all sorts of strange stuff going uh, through to, to exhibitions in museums like the Tate Sensorium 
in London in 2015, where again, you had paintings that were to be viewed while listening to strange sounds, feeling virtual touch, smelling stuff and eating. Um, and so this sort of inspiration is sort of the name then for, for the interest that I think the general public have in uh, understanding how their senses connect. Uh, and, and it's that exploration bit at the end that says it's not just what marketeers, maybe the intuitive marketeers have been doing for decades, which is creating, you know, uh, multi-sensory experiences in store to make you buy more or drink more or shop longer. But really, it's more of a sort of questioning thing of, uh, of putting people in environments and saying, we're not quite sure how the things connect. And maybe there is no right answer for how your hearing matches your vision, matches your touch. Uh, but let's explore this together, the world of your senses, hence sense exploration. And it's something I think consumers are very, seem to be very uh, resonate with. They're curious and they're surprised by some of the connections that we sort of show people. I want to explore them more and then hopefully think about how those, you know, those almost synesthetic connections between the senses um, can be uh, incorporated into the design of everyday life. <laughs>